everyone. Welcome. Hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments. Make sure to wrestle with the questions. And I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. All right, so we're talking about what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus? We're talking about how do we, how do, we do that in 21st century peninsula life? Yeah. Today we're going to talk about the scriptures. We're going to talk about sort of God's self-revelation to us. You know, yeah. use a little more academic term. Sure. Um, but maybe just sort of start with, so why? Like, why read the scriptures? Yeah. Um, Maybe how do you how do you find them helpful? Totally, yeah. Where do you start? I think for me the starting point would be Jesus. I know okay. it's like often the Sunday school yeah. answer, yeah. but I think of the life and in, in his ministry of Jesus. Yeah. So many times he's quoting or alluding back to yeah, the scriptures. True. Yeah. You know the famous scene where he's tempted in the wilderness three yeah. times. He quotes from the Old Testament, yeah. the Book of Deuteronomy. Yeah. Satan quotes too. Yeah, right? Satan quotes the scripture, right? And then all the, the, the New Testament writers yeah, and also writers, they're constantly just yeah. have these Old Testament texts just in their brains. In their brains, yeah. And Jesus talked about the scriptures pointing to himself, the law, the prophets, the yeah. writings, the Jewish way of looking at the Old Testament totally. was about him. So for me, why I read the scriptures is number one, because I'm a follower of Jesus. Yeah. And I want to practice and pattern my life after, after him, him. Sure. and if Jesus seemed to hold a very high authoritative totally. even view of the scriptures yeah. I want to adopt that same posture that makes sense as well but I don't know if that makes sense or totally. not as far as why the starting point being Jesus but then just you know for me it just is this meditating type huh. thing for me explain that yeah mm -hmm. so I think of like I'm kind of riffing off Psalm 1 a little bit okay. where it talks about you know the the blessed man being one who meditates or kind of chews or digests ah. on God's teaching yeah, yeah. day or night or God's instruction mm. day and night. And it's not just an academic thing. I'm I think yeah. definitely more prone to that. Yeah. I love the, the yeah. study and the books. Give me a and, tome like, on yeah, that. Just like yeah. really in-depth. Yeah. But I think super important in all of that is that it, be, it is first and foremost a, a primary way of connecting to yeah, God on like a devotional level yeah so like head heart whole sort of body, whole body exactly yeah. it's this whole human aspect yeah. of relating to god through the scriptures yeah. not necessarily me always memorization though that could be part, part of, of it. it yeah it's yeah. all these pieces whether it's the background the history yeah. all that can be part of it so it's not hey i've read this story before like i don't need to read, read it, it again, again. Yeah. yeah that's the whole concept of this Kind of meditating idea where it's this rereading, this yeah. recurring kind of like marinating. Marinating, I think, is a really good way. Yeah. You know, I think meditate has a little bit of a different context yeah, yeah. to it oftentimes. Yeah, but do I need to say only, only while I yeah, yeah, exactly, right? But it's this <laughs> marinating in the text, so the text becomes sure. just really formative in your own life, um, where you're not are, you're not trying to like master the text. Sure, I heard someone once tell me, but you're letting the text master you wow. and shape you. Yeah, yeah. In that sort so of way. So as you read, it's sort of reading you. Reading you exactly, yeah. and allowing that to just be really formative. Because again, I think back to Jesus. So much of how Jesus thought about himself and his ministry yeah. was shaped by the scriptures. Oh, that's cool. And just patterning myself after yeah. that example. So yeah, for me, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I. I love like getting out into the woods. Yeah. I love going out in the mountains. 
And I often come back, like from being in the mountains, being in the woods, being by the ocean. You know, we live in this amazing place yeah, amazing, here, yeah. uh, California coast. But and I come back and I feel refreshed. Mm-hmm. I feel like, wow, man, I was with God, right? Psalm nineteen, the heavens declare yeah. the glory of God, right? Romans one, Paul's talking about, hey, you've seen God's invisible in- attributes, yeah, right? All over creation. Yeah, yeah, totally, right? And there's something there for totally. me. But one of the things I've realized also in time is that, you know, I I had those experiences before God revealed himself Mm -hmm. to me. Um, But actually, I didn't really know what it looked like to follow Jesus, practice the way of Jesus until I encountered him in the scriptures. Um, So I remember for me, it was reading through the gospel of Mark uh, and realizing, oh my gosh, like I had no idea who Jesus was, who God was yeah. with any kind of precision. Sure. Maybe I had this sort of vague sense of like, there's something out there. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually through the scriptures that I said, oh, it's Yahweh. Yeah. Oh, it's Jesus, Jesus right? That there's this story to it. Yeah. that I'm participating in that was not clear, right? When I was in nature or in this beautiful totally. place, like that actually God created all these things. Yeah. The human beings have fallen, that God with this relentless, never giving up kind of love has chased us through history, sends his son, his son lives, gives example, dies for us, creates a church, right? That we live within and we wait with joyful hope, like he's coming again in the recreation of all things. That is not obvious to me when I go on a hike. Um, So that's been like profound, I think to me, to realize like there's the meditating, the slowing down, the marinating. But there's also like, without the scriptures, I can live in a different story. Yes. And that the scriptures actually can find like a way for me to say, no, this is the story you're living in, Tony. Yeah. Uh, this is who God is. Yeah. Right? When I go on a hike uh, and I, you know, am out there and I see a mountain lion or whatever, the mountain lion doesn't teach me that God is compassionate or gracious or kind, right? This is Exodus 34. Like, He's, he's enduring love, his hesed, right? Yeah. His sort of gracious, his steadfast love. Like, I don't necessarily see that on a hike. Totally. Um, so I think there's something there. I also think one of the things that's been really profound to me is uh, Hebrews uh, talks about, Hebrews 4, uh, has this pretty p- profound statement. Talks about how Hebrews 4.12 says this. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, able to judge the thought and intention of the heart. Yeah. Um, there's something about the scripture that is able to read me. We were talking about this before, yeah. right? Read me, master me, show me what's really going on. Yeah. That when I enter into the text, I enter into the teaching of Jesus, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh no, no, this is what you call me to? This is where I'm at? Yeah. Oh, God, help me. Totally, yeah. There's a conviction that comes through the scriptures yeah. uh, that I find both troubling, probably. Sure, yeah. Uh, and orienting. Yeah, totally. Right, so in the first century, they had the, the first disciples. They could follow Jesus literally in literally, his footsteps. Yeah. Like, I don't have a physical Jesus to follow. I have the spirit to guide, mm-hmm. and I have the text. Yeah. And they teach me so much about what does it look like to pattern my life after Jesus? Yeah, what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus? Yeah. I don't know, that's sort of... No, more... yeah, and it makes, you know, I think of, you know, as Paul, one of the, you know, early church, you know, leaders yeah, yeah. in that early Jesus movement, he's writing to his younger sort of follower, yeah, yeah. if you will, Timothy, and he writes about how this all scripture 
is God-breathed, inspired, wow. and is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, yeah. and training in righteousness, right? Yeah. So there's this aspect of the scriptures are one of those ways that we are trained to be more like Jesus and yeah. they, they correct us. They bring us under, you know, Jesus's authority so that we might be shaped more into his image. And I think that it is really important to see that the intention behind this is not just to like read this massive book, yeah, memorize, memorize it, it yeah. be the smartest one, yeah, be the expert. That. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's not, it's, I know the answer. Exactly. It's, it's, it's all formation shaping yeah, as good. far as the context of following, yeah. following Jesus. And I think it is so important in our day and age, you're talking about this, like yeah. we all live in some sort of narrative or story, whether yeah. you're religious, non-religious, totally. all these competing stories out yeah. there, but the scriptures are saying that the story of Jesus is the true story of the world and yeah. we are invited yeah. into that. Because I think often being in the scripture being, is a way of sort of reminding ourselves what story what we are invited true. to live in. Yeah. Yeah, and good. what is true and what is not, and it kind of reorients our mental maps of reality of what yeah. is right, what is wrong and gives us direction yeah. so that we might not only just know the right thing, but actually become the kinds of people who live in this Jesus shaped yeah. story. And I say that because I think for me personally, oftentimes, especially early on, the scriptures were so intimidating mm. and were kind of presented, not intentionally, but just often came across as like, Oh, there's these moral guidelines yeah. to follow. Yeah. And it's abstracted and kind of disconnected from yeah. not only like the rest of life, but yeah. just any sort of like story framework. Huh. And it just is like, here's a bunch of rules to follow, memorize the right things. And I think yeah. a lot of people might be able to relate to that yeah. as far as, you know, it's a moral guidebook. And yeah. Like, and what would modify your behaviors. Yeah. And yeah, like, so like change the way you change do it. Change the way yeah. you do it. And yeah. I think and there's, there's truth in that. There's truth yeah. in that. That's the thing is that there's so like morality matters. We're not saying yeah. morality doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, what would be kind of your response to that? Like you mm. interact with someone that thinks the Bible is too intimidating or a bunch of rules. Yeah. How does that, you know, resonate for you or how do you kind of coach someone through that? Yeah, I mean, it's that? funny. It's just not my narrative, right? Yeah. Or my questions. It may be better for you to answer. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't grow up yeah. with the Bible as a rule book. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my first exposure to the scriptures was in college. Okay. First time I was ever in the scriptures was in community, okay. and it was studying the life of Jesus in the Gospel of Mark. Yeah. I literally never, I no one had ever told me the Bible is a rule book. Yeah. No one had ever told me I should read it. I just got invited. I was playing football, and these yeah. guys invited me to study the life of Jesus, and I realized, whoa, something's going on here. Yeah. And so my first exposure was wrestling with. Who is Jesus? Jesus yeah. And why should it matter? Yeah. Uh, and I had this profound experience of God in the scriptures. So it's funny, I just don't relate yeah. to the Bible as real. I look at it as more of like the wooing sort of love letter of God. Yeah. And it's just like God is saying, This is who I am. Yeah. Um, and I just read time and time again of the heart of God for me and for the world. Um and so the story becomes this sort of profound invitation mm -hmm. into communion with God. Totally. Um, that ultimately shapes my heart, which informs and transforms my action. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. So you talk about this sort of as like the rule book. My experience of that as someone who didn't grow up in the church is this. I would, I've often hosted these groups where we study the scriptures together. Yeah. And I remember... Going in, uh, I was the, up in Washington leading this community of people and 
we did this inductive study where we just passed out like a photocopy. We just started going through the gospel of Mark. Everyone got to have a say. Yeah. And I wasn't necessarily like saying this is the right thing. I would always turn it back on the group. What, who do you think Jesus is? Yeah. What do you think he's saying? Here? What's happening? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Here? And I literally had people complain. Like, you're the pastor. You should be telling yeah, you me. You should be telling me the right answer. Yeah, yeah the yeah, right answer. Exactly. Yeah. Right? This is the rule book. Rule book Tell yeah. me, like, is it A or B? Yeah. And I would say, what do you think? Yeah. Right? Because ultimately, I my conviction is that God is wooing us to himself yeah. through the scriptures. Yeah. And that ultimately, we have to wrestle. And often, we need to wrestle together. Together, yeah. I remember this one guy coming up to me after one of these studies. He's like, you know, I've been going to church for a long time. And I always, all I listen to is sermons. And it's great, you know, getting someone else's take, but I had never been in a group and I, I just always assumed that Jesus was my buddy. And now that I'm actually reading the scriptures, not sort of interpreted through a speaker or yeah. a youth pastor or whatever, he's really like, whoa, Jesus is like way more loving and way more challenging than I ever imagined. Yeah. Um, and this is what I would say. Like, I think sometimes we have this like info that we've been given by others. Yeah. And it's like a medium and it's like, we actually need to be in the text ourselves. Because yes. when you read it, you realize these are letters. These are gospels. Totally. This is like, there's like very few books in the Bible that actually are like rule books. Totally, yeah. Um, but it's like, you only get there because you haven't been in it. In and it. someone's told you, someone's, this is how exactly, you should experience yeah. it. And you're coming with preloaded assumptions. Totally. And even just, you know, as a quick side note, even the, the law or the, like the instructions yeah. that are, you know, often in the Old Testament, yeah. they're coming to us in a narrative form. They're part totally. of Israel's they're part story. Of a story. They're part of a story. Yeah. It's not just a law document yeah. like at the courthouse or yeah. whatever. And if you've never read the Bible, uh, Aaron and I were talking about this, yeah. they're like, don't if you've never read the Bible, don't start at Genesis and try and read all the way through. Sure, right? yeah. Start at the Gospels. Ninety yeah. percent of people start at Genesis and then they burn out by like Exodus, Exodus or Leviticus yeah, they start or making the tabernacle. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like oh, uh, you know. yeah. But it's actually a beautiful story once you kind of that every book in the Bible is unbelievable when you ha when it's able to set in its appropriate context. context yes, uh, but start at the Gospels if that's you. Totally. Uh, yeah. What about just super practical? Yeah. Uh, you know, someone's either new to the Bible. Let's say two people. They're new to the Bible. Yeah. What's one tip? They've read it a hundred times. What's one, one tip? tip? Yeah. I think first off, for the person who's new, you kind of were mentioning this, start with the Gospels. Yeah. And So Gospels, who is that? Yeah. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, Got and it. John, the first four yeah. books in what we call the New Testament. And pick one of those. And I would highly suggest do that with someone, someone else. Yeah. Like do At least it, one person. One other person yeah. that maybe is... It's going to follow Jesus for maybe a little bit longer than you and just read through. And then the bring your questions. Yeah, bring your questions. Yeah, totally. Oftentimes I like to say just if you can print the text out yeah. and just mark it up, mark it up and great. write every single question or thought that comes to yeah. mind. And hopefully you have someone who can That's maybe great. not like the answer man for yeah. you, but you can wrestle together with some of those yeah. things. For me, it was Dave Brock. Was I, was at, I was at college. Yeah. First time I ever read the Bible, Dave Brock would always be in his room. And every day I'd read through something and I'd go over to Dave and be like, dude, I do not get this. Don't get it, yeah. And he was like this mentor guide for me to help me understand what is God's heart? What is God trying to say here? Yeah. It was like, I could not have done it on my own. Totally. I could not have done Like I needed that person to walk with me. Walk with, yeah. And that's yeah. huge because... And my experience is almost all people that have followed Jesus they love... They love being able yes, to share too. Yes. Like, give them the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. this is this like golden moment for totally. them to be able to, to Oops, do some of that. Drop oh, my Bible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but got too excited. Too excited for <laughs> the scripture. 
but I think that, that is super important for even if you have been following Jesus for a long time, just to even be reading the scriptures in community. But specifically, I think for someone who has been following Jesus for any length of the time, is to not think that okay, I've heard those stories before. I don't need to go back yeah. to them. But kind of back to what I was mentioning earlier, this concept of meditating or marinating yeah. in the text. So this, we're invited to a, a lifelong posture of learning yeah. the scriptures, becoming formed and shaped in the image of Jesus. Which means you're going to read through Matthew, hopefully you know, dozens upon dozens yeah. of times, whatever book of the Bible that is. And then maybe just even challenge yourself in your reading of the scriptures, maybe pick up a, a commentary or That's something true. else, just kind of get a little bit more background yeah. with, with some of the, the text or whatever. Yeah. I think, you know, N.T. writes small yeah. commentaries. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're amazing. They're super yeah. helpful. Watch the Bible Project video on That's true. Those are that great. particular book. Gives you the, the narrative flow, yeah. you know, of the text. We'll provide but, a link to that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and those are, can be super, yeah, yeah. super helpful. One of the things I've realized for me is that we live in this cultural moment where we're used to always getting new flows of information. Mm. So we become this shallow people yeah. that are like, you know, so broad with what the information we're exposed to, but super shallow. Yeah. One of the disciplines I actually put in place with scripture study and scriptures is marinating is that I will intentionally go back to the same passage, mm. maybe like tw- once later that week yeah. as a way of saying, yeah, I'm pretty confident I haven't milked this for all it's worth. Totally, yeah. But like building in actually the repetition uh, can be actually profoundly reorienting. Yes. Because you think, uh, I already studied that. And it's like, no, no, no. You like skimmed it. surface, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people have written books. There's libraries probably full on every single passage in that Bible. It's like, you can spend a lifetime in those places. And one of the things I realized is every time I go back, that there's always something new. Yeah. Every time. Every time, yeah. About me, about God, about the world. The world, yeah. And, and you're probably in a different life situation right? totally. too, so it all intersects with yeah. that. But yeah, yeah, something new has happened contextually. So now the, the text is speaking into a new moment. moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. And I think, you know, I really appreciate that because for me, I often have this like kind of impulse to want, what's the new thing, yeah. right? A new clever a new, idea. Yeah, idea yeah. Right? Like how do I, even like when I'm thinking about like teaching, like how do I say this in a new way yeah, that no yeah, one's yeah, said yeah. before? But I think there's this really healthy, mature totally. way of looking at the scriptures and saying, I'm going to come back to this passage over and over, yeah. come back to this book over and over, work this chapter, verse, yeah. whatever it is. In the same way, individuals, churches have exactly. done for 2,000 yes. years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we never like grow past this as far yeah. as scripture like we don't just advance to like super spirituality yeah. it means we like leave now, the Bible PhD behind. Level, yeah. yeah I just read commentaries <laughs> or books about the exactly. Bible exactly like, there's yeah. no such thing as that at least yeah, for a healthy good. follower of Jesus right but it's to be just a lifelong learner posturing yourself with humility with the text with Jesus there that's good leading and guiding you and hopefully that's in community yeah so that we might be formed and shaped into Jesus' image that's good I think it's coming back to some of that is where a lot of this has to come back to. Yeah. It's like, it's not just information. It's not just a, you know, a thing we do to check the box yeah. or whatever, but it's so that we might pattern and shape our lives yeah. after, it's good. After Jesus. Yeah. So. And Jesus's heart for the father yeah. shaped through the Hebrew scriptures. Yeah. yeah. Totally. All right, let's do it. Cool.